Eternal God, our Father, we do love you and thank you so much for being so good to us. 2019 had its own, its own challenges, and we are thankful. We're thankful that we made it even this far. We thank you, God, that you've been better to us than we've been to others and even ourselves. And so we pray, God, now that you would just anoint us afresh your word, that they will see you and you only. And so we love you, and we pray that you will speak to us and through us, and we'll be mindful to give you the praise and the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen and amen. Habakkuk, Habakkuk, an Old Testament book, chapter 3, beginning at verse 17. Habakkuk probably third from the third or fourth from the end of the Old Testament. Give you a few moments on that one. Yeah, it's uh, chapter three. Habakkuk. It's a short book, and there are powerful statements here we want to make tonight. Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 through 19. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vine, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet, and he will make me walk on my high mountain. This is written to the chief musician with my stringed instruments. May the Lord bless reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Repeat after me, be faithful in spite of your circumstance. Amen. Once again, you may be seated. Be faithful in spite of, how many of you have circumstances? Circumstances that are in our lives, situations that things that are happening in our lives, problems, cares, concerns. But what, even in the midst of all those things, I want you to take your paper. I want you to write five things that you are thankful for. Jot down five things that you are thankful for. This is for you. I want you to. Analyze. Many times we're, we look out in the world, we see all the negative and forget about the positive. As has been testified on this morning, just the air that we breathe and the lungs that we have to breathe in with and a body that's still working. Amen. And we want to be thankful for that. So five things, and I know some of you are past five, and that's not appropriate to 
we should have at minimum five. I thank God for his grace. Thank him for his mercy and blessing upon my family. Thank him for friends who come from my past. Amen. To help me at a good time to help others or someone come to help you. Thank him for the shelter that he gives us. Thank him for the provisions that he provides. Thank him for his protection. Thank him for a life that's more abundant, even though things are not as you might think, but I'm living an abundant life because I live in this house, this earthly house, this tabernacle that shall dissolve, but I'm living a life more abundantly. How many of you can thank him for a sound mind? How many of you can thank for the wisdom? Thank him for sanctified common sense. When we look at these, this particular passage of scripture, we think about the pilgrims when it comes to Thanksgiving. It started with 46 pilgrims and 91 Indians. In 1621, after the pilgrims, 102 of them came over on the Mayflower, which was rented. The other one had a leak, so they had to ride on what they called a Mayflower. But as they came over, and because of the elements, because of the starvation, the disease, and the cold winter, 56 of those individuals died. And so there was only 46 of them left, made friends with the Indians that were on the land here in America. And they had the first Thanksgiving, which tells us everybody at the table shouldn't just be your family. There are other persons that need to sit don't have a family. They don't have the environment that you enjoy. But how many of us can be... Uh, uh, encourage to give God thanks even when you're in the midst of your mourning. Mourning the loss of a loved one, but you can still say thank you, Jesus. You can still give God the glory and you can still give him the praise. Habakkuk writes this particular passage of scripture after the apostasy, judgments is coming their way, and then there's various hardships. Their king, Jehoiakim, was bringing them back into idolatry and away from God. Sounds like our king. Taking us away from God and going into our own worldly system. We have to be very careful because we, we, we realize that those are in high places. But how many of you know that there's someone in a higher place? We're not depending on the person who would be president on uh, next year. When we election, when the election comes forth, we're not worried about that. We are thanking God for being who he is. He has always been in control. In this particular passage, ladies and gentlemen, we find that the key words are although and yet. 
although and yet. What does that mean? That means even though things aren't the way I want them, yet will I give God praise. Even though uh, there's no, no fruit on the vine, even though the groceries don't come like I expected, even though I have just a little gas, just enough to make it to work, even though I still can give God praise. Even though I can't move like I used to move, I can still give God praise. Can't see like I used to see, but I can still give God praise. Sometimes we don't understand what God is doing, but we can still give God praise in the midst and in spite of our circumstance. First thing we need to realize is we need to be faithful that God sovereign. Be thankful, that is, that God's sovereignty is not compromised. Be thankful that God's sovereignty is not compromised. Sovereignty means that God rules and reigns over everything. And it doesn't matter who's in position. Principalities and powers have to answer to our God. And we need to understand that nothing that he does is under control of anyone else. And we just thank God that even in spite of changing circumstances, God does not change. How many of you are glad that he doesn't change? He, I'm, I'm the same yesterday, I'm the today, and what? And forever. People change, seasons change, circumstances change, but God never changes. You ought to be thankful for that. The word uh, Lord or Jehovah means self-existing one, eternal one, changeless one, covenant. He's a covenant-keeping God. He is the great I am. And because of who he is, I'm not praising him for the things that he provides for me, even the benefits that he sends my way. I praise him because of who he is. Yeah, if you think about how big he is, you'll think about how small even the frustrating circumstances that you might have. He's bigger than our problems. He's bigger than our pain. He's bigger than the circumstances that will come our way. Even the bullies that are set in our way. Even the obstacles that come our way. God is bigger. We need to understand he will not yield his Sovereignty, his power, his rule, or his control to anybody. The circumstances might change, but God never changes. We might not always know what he's doing. Have any of you ever asked a question, God, what are you doing? I don't understand. It ain't really supposed to be like this. How many of you know that his thoughts are above our thoughts? Yeah, and his ways are above our ways. And yeah, and we need to understand also that we may not always understand his plan. But I want you to write this down, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Many of you know this one by heart, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Verse number 12, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. Then it goes a little bit further and it says that if you seek me with all your heart, you'll find me. 
Sometimes God has to confuse our circumstances in order for us to look up. Yeah. Sometimes he'll make it hard on the left and on the right, on the front and on the back so that we'll look up. I don't know about you, but I, in, my, in my trying hours, uh, God was my refuge and my strength, my very present help. And I thank him that he's in control. Not only that, we went through real estate transactions just shortly. Went through real estate transactions, and I don't care how it looked up front, God had people fighting for the people of God. I want to hear, I want to let you know in advance that God moved in miraculous ways. His wonders are to perform, and, and I don't care how uh, people, you just meet them, you just run into them, but God makes them work, stay up late at night working on your behalf. And I just said, thank you, Jesus. I just went and signed my papers. Y'all not listening. I just went and signed my papers. I said, thank you, Jesus. Because you know exactly what you're doing. The house that I was looking at, it was first choice. And I said, I'm not getting that one. I know I ain't getting that one. I know that ain't happening. So I went. How many of you know that's where I'm at? How many of you know it? I pulled in. Come on, somebody. My stuff is in the garage already. Hallelujah. I'm just saying because God can work things out for his children. He can do it for you. Has he done it for you in the past? Because he's sovereign. He never changes. People change. Circumstances change. But God never changes. Write this down. Be, be thankful that God's salvation is never discontinued. We're thankful that God's sovereignty, the sovereignty of God never is, is never compromised. But we also are thankful that God's salvation is never discontinued. Verse number 18 is very special to us. Yet I will praise the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Another translation for that same passage that we read comes from the message. I like it because he always breaks it down for us. He says, though the cherry tree doesn't blossom and the strawberries don't ripen, though the apples are worm-eaten and the wheat fields stunted, though the sheep pens are sheepless and the cattle barns empty, I'm singing joyful praise to God. In turn, I'm turning cartwheels of joy to my salvation, to my, the God of my salvation, counting on God's rule to prevail. I take heart and gain strength. I run like a deer. I feel uh, like I'm the king of the mountain. We need to realize, ladies and gentlemen, that we... In this life, we, we go through some challenges, we go through ups and downs, but when we give God praise, God inhabits the praise of his people. He blesses you because you bless him in spite of. When God takes things from us that we truly love and we kind of enjoy, uh, what, how do you feel about God then? When he takes a loved one, when, when he, when he uh, removes you from one job and you're not sure where the next one will be, can you praise him then? We need to realize that our salvation is not affected by our circumstances. When God saves you, you're in his hand. When you're in his hand, no one can snatch you out. 
Even if you got bad circumstances in life, when you are saved, you are also sanctified. That means set apart for God's special use. He will provide your every need no matter what it is. Your salvation is secure in him and circumstances of life. And I knew a man uh, some years ago and he had been baptized seven times. He said, because every time I, 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 I sinned, I felt so guilty, so I got baptized again until I found out that it wasn't in the water. Yeah, it wasn't in the water, but it's in the blood. How many of you know that when Jesus saved you, are saved and that, that he holds on to you in spite of your circumstances? You cannot say that I've fallen down on yesterday and then I can't get up and then I'm not saved. All of a sudden, we need to realize that once you are saved, God, God gives you the strength no matter what your circumstances are, how they may change and how they may adapt and who, who likes you and who doesn't like you. When you are saved, God has his hand on you. Sometime, and the frustrating thing is, sometimes you can't see God moving. You can't see like he's on your behalf. But how many of you know God never sleeps? I said he never sleeps and he never slumbers. So even though things might be going bad, we know that our salvation is not affected by that. Salvation uh, rests solely on the grace and the power of God. How many of you know that he saved you? You could not save yourself. And I thank God that so situation and circumstances is only by God's grace and his mercy that we are where we are. And I remember Rance Allen wrote a song sometime, sometime ago, and it said in that song that life is what it is. It's nothing more and it's nothing less. Though even though life is just happening to us, we have a God who is not only sovereign, but he holds us in his care. How many of you thank God that the word of the word of God says that salvation is not only means that he saves our soul, but he keeps you on your daily walk. I don't know about you, I thank God that salvation, he saves me from myself on a, on a constant and a continual basis. I thank God that he has delivered us and rescued us even from ourselves or from situations and circumstances. Is there anyone here that can thank God for delivering you? You're not only saved on that day, but you're saved. He saves you on a continual basis. There are things that would have come and taken you out, but thanks be to God. How many of you know that your salvation is so secure that you are citizens of heaven? I said you are citizens of heaven. Write this down. Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 20. It says we, that's you and I, we are citizens of heaven. And it lets us know that no matter what our circumstances, we know that there's a better place for us. Yeah, we know that there's a better place for us and we're, we're thankful for what God is doing. We thank him for his sovereignty. We thank him for his salvation. Not only that, but last of all, we thank God for his strength. Thankful for his strength that never fails. How many of you know that God will give us strength to climb a mountain? Give us strength to go through the valleys. Give us strength. And I like how this particular passage, verse number 19, comes to us. It said, the Lord God is my strength. How many of you can just stop right there and say, yeah, that's it right there? How many of you know that the only reason I'm standing here is because the Lord, my God, is 
Yeah, yeah, he's my strength. The only reason I showed up today is because of the, what the Lord, my God, is my strength. The only reason I get up on tomorrow if, if, if the Lord provide is because he is my strength. The only reason you keep going even after you got some bad news is because the Lord is your strength. He is the strength of our life and he will make your feet like a deer's feet or hind's feet. And he will make me walk. On my, this translation said, on my high mountain. You know, if you're in the valley, in order for you to get to the top, you got to climb up. Yeah, and I, I liked it when I watched National Geographic. Watched National Geographic, and there was a line that was after this little deer, doe, something. And he went to a cliff, and he was climbing on, I don't know how he was able to, Grab a piece because there wasn't nothing to grab on. How many of you know that you can come up the rough side of the mountain when there ain't really nothing to grab on? He's saying when it's impossible, he'll give you a grip. How many of you almost lost your grip somewhere along the way? But God gave you a strength. You thought you was, a, you was out. You thought you was down for the count. But God you, gave you some strength. Psalm 27 says he's the strength of our life. Strength means ability. He gives you the ability, and I thank God for his grace. What that is is a power that you would not have of your own. The strength that God gives you is a power that you would not have. He gives you ability to overcome the obstacles that come your way. But Psalm 27 says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the what? Strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Ladies and gentlemen, I thank God that he has been our strength. How many of you can say I thank God because he has been my strength? How many of you have almost lost your mind with circumstances that have gone on in your life the way people treat you? The persons that can really hurt you are family members. You have to be very careful because they can sneak up on you and they got access to everything on the inside. Yeah, and they can, when they say something, it means a little bit more than the person on the outside. Yeah, when they have access to you, but I thank God that the Lord is my strength. How many of you ever had to take a ride just to reset? Yeah, get in the car, just take a ride. Yeah, just just go down the street and just look at the trees, amen? And just look at what God is doing, amen? Enjoy the nature that God has given to us. We were in Sunday school on last Sunday. They had four pictures that they had posted, which one uh, is really symbolizes how you feel about and what you appreciate about God. They had symbols, American symbols. They had church services. They had other things, but when they they had the leaves on the ground and when they had just a, a view of nature I say yeah that's me right there yeah that's the part I like right there because when it, no matter what's going on when I just look at what God has made I just get strength in my soul how many of you thank God for the strength that he sends your way Psalm 27 and verse 1 not only that but Isaiah 40 and verse 31 it says, wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. How many of you are waiting on God right now? How many of you are waiting on God to move in a miraculous way? How many of you know that? I don't know how he's going to do it, but I know he will. He will make a way. Philippians 4 and verse number 13 says, we can do all things 
Yeah, through Christ, because he is our strength, because he strengthens us. We, when we're unable to stand, he enables us. When we can't go on, he helps us. When we are deep in the valley, he leads us to higher ground. How many of you have come higher because you have yielded yourself to God? You have allowed God. Yeah, you've done some impossible things because you've allowed God to rule and reign in your life. I got to go after I tell you this, that Job was my friend. Yeah, I, I, I relate to Job very much be, because when I look at this particular passage, I see Habakkuk with the situation and the circumstance. But I also look over and I see what Job had to endure. And you don't have to get far in Job before you find out that he loves God with all his heart. I say you don't get far before you find out that Job will do anything for God and his mind was stayed on God. He had several uh, animals. He had the animals. He had the children. He had the access. He had the power. He had the privilege. But when those things were stripped, you look in verse 20 and 21. He said, naked I came into this world. And I didn't bring anything else. And naked I shall return. How many of you know that you didn't bring anything in? And yeah, naked you came in and naked I'll go. And when did he say that? He said that after all, he lost all his cattle. He lost everything. But then they came and told him, your children are gone. He said, yeah, the wind came in and blew the place down and so therefore your children are dead I'm the only one left and I came to tell you the news he fell down in sackcloth and ashes he cut his hair off and he began to give God glory and praise I have a question for you can you be thankful to God can you be thankful to God no matter what your situation is I'm through now I say can you be thankful to God no matter who don't like you and who doesn't appreciate you can you be thankful to God even though you say you have bills that are due and you have challenges that are before you can you wait on God because he will I said he will give you the strength to climb up an impossible situation he will give you the strength and I think about my friend Paul and I think about Paul he said I've gone through a lot and he said I had a I had a pain I had something in my side I had things that were going on in my life and I prayed to God how many times did he pray? He said, I prayed three times. And God told him, my, my grace is sufficient. Look at your neighbor real quick and say, my grace, God's grace. Yeah, it's sufficient for you. It's everything that you need to hold on. How many of you going to hold on a little bit longer? How many of you going to hold on to what God is about to do and for what God is about to do? He said, my strength, and I like this, is made perfect in weakness. Yeah, I'm, yeah. When, it, when I got broken down really bad, and some of you uh, I know exactly what I'm talking about. When you have been broken down really bad, then you only have God. And then when God stands up for you, come on somebody, he'll fight for you. And I thank God that there's a the word called paraclete. And the paraclete in the Bible means the Holy Spirit that will come alongside. And when you can't fight no more, he'll fight for you. And when you've done your best, he said, turn around and let me fight for you. And then he fights on our behalf. And I don't know about you, but when I have been my weakest, 
that's when I found that that God will stand up. Some of us got so many resources. Some of us got it going on so well that we don't even need to give God the praise. But I don't know about you. Eh? I'm going to praise him on the mountain top. I'm going to praise him in the valley. I'm going to praise him when I'm going through. I'm going to praise him when I'm coming out. Is there anybody want to give God thanks this morning? How many of you can thank him even in spite of your circumstance? I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know how it's going to work out. But I'm leaning and depending on God. I know he's going to make a way. He's sovereign. So therefore, I'm going to lean on. My salvation is secure. I'm going to lean on him. And we know to trust him. Trust him and never doubt. He will bring you out. Everything is going to be all right. How many of you know you need faith? You got to believe God. You can't talk about it. You got to believe it. He'll allow you to walk through it as well. As Miss Tavia testified, he'll let you feel it. He'll let you be challenged by the things that are there before you. But he does work it out for you. If God has worked a miracle in your life, let me see you raise your hand. If he's made a way for you, I want you to really... And those of you who really say, I got this thing going on, I ain't told pastor, I ain't told nobody. But listen, I don't care what it is. How many of you know that God is bigger than that? Oh, yeah, he can work some things. I've seen him work some things. And what I need you to do this morning is have faith while you're praising him. Don't praise him because the pastor says, I'm going to praise him in the midst of. And listen, if you can praise him when you're broke, when you're going through, when your health is not that good. How many of you know that when your health gets good, when your money comes back, come on somebody, when everything is right. Hallelujah, it's easy to praise him. But how many of you can praise him right where you are? Be content in whatever he has given to you, even on this day. How many of you thank him for the incomes that you have, the jobs, the place where you reside? Thank him for the retirements that you receive. The accidents that you told him before I should have been gone at eight months. But look at me now. Before I even was conscious of my existence, I should have been gone. Is there anybody else here say, I remember some time I should have been gone. But didn't God stand up? Didn't he give you? And there's a, you are my strength. He said, you are my strength. Everybody stand to your feet, please. I got I, this song going through my ear. You are my 